Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Empower Podcast, a podcast run by healthcare professionals for healthcare professionals with the goal of raising transparency and awareness within the healthcare field and with a mission to empower healthcare professionals and beyond. We are excited to announce our up, the, the actual currently ongoing hiking and walking spree that started at the beginning of June this year, and it's going through June 11th of 2023. Our aim is to encourage healthcare professionals to prioritize their wellness and step outside of their familiar schedule. Let's make it a fun and adventurous experience for all. But that's not all. We have a bigger goal in mind. As of July 11th, we want to see legislation passed in the state of Colorado mandating employers to provide and support employee wellness. Our vision includes a minimum of two wellness days per quarter for all healthcare professionals, a tax-exempt minimum deposit in an HSA account per quarter, and the establishment of a third-party run retaliation department by each healthcare system. And this department is to be dedicated to handling employee concerns regarding burnout, unsafe practices like high patient loads and other issues. Its purpose is to combat turnover, create a safer work environment, and provide employees with a platform to provide feedback to employers without fear. By implementing these measures, we can collectively work towards a healthier and more supportive healthcare industry. But we can't do it alone. We encourage you to reach out to your local representatives and make your voice heard. In addition, if this is your first time, welcome to the Empower Podcast. This is Season 2, Episode 5. Uh, we have our guest here in Denver, Colorado. It is Christina. Hi, Christina. Hi. Hi, Christina. Can you tell us a little bit about how you got into the healthcare field, what it is you do? Uh, yeah. So I've been a CNA since 2012. Um, so a very long time. For a CNA, I feel like a lot of people don't stay as just this kind of career forever but here i am um i just grew up around the healthcare facility um when i was younger my mom worked in the nursing home so it's just kind of second nature i guess got it all right well welcome uh this is part two of the show where we give a big thank you to all the members of the healthcare field um that's from environmental all the way up to doctors and even those who we don't see uh, we know you're number one. Thank you for all it is you do, do, doesn't go unnoticed. Uh, is there any special shout outs you'd like to give, Christina? Um, just everybody I worked with and everybody I worked with in the past. All amazing. Awesome. I dig it. All right. And this is the part so far when I have to ask myself, Brett, does this person make you feel empowered? And Christina? Yes, you do make me feel empowered, and I'm sure anybody else that were to host this would feel the same way. All right, folks, this is the part of the show where we get to the juicy question. So sit back, be yourself no matter what, and get ready to be empowered. All right, Christina, can you tell us, in your opinion, what is happening in healthcare? Um, I feel like all the way around, it's a lot of burned out, burnt out, um, it just kind of depends, you know, what kind of facility you work in and what kind of patients you deal with. Um, the type of patients I deal with are very, very particular in their care and who they want to take care of them and this and this. Um, the place I work at, they very much cater to these patients. And, like, you know, I know you're there to live, and most of them are life care patients there, but a lot of them 
get too comfortable with the workers and then feel like it's okay to verbally abuse or, you know, to physically throw stuff at the wall because they're upset. But um, it just kind of goes along with, you know, having more staff and you get more staff and you get trained, but the patients don't like new people. So then you're having to train harder and you're just... Everything just trickles down into being burnt out. Mm-hmm. So, like, when you train, when I train, I let them know, like, this person is staff, like, they're going to learn your routine. If not, you know, this is your care that's, you know, not getting done. You're If you're able to speak and you can make your needs be known, there's no reason why, you know, this person should be the favorite and this is the only person that can do stuff for you. And that's what drives me insane. Because I have coworkers that are like texting me when they're off. Well, so and so wants me to come up today to do a shower, and I'm like, well, no, you don't need to come in on your day off to do a shower because everybody can do showers, everybody can feed, everybody can transfer. Like we all get the same training. It just it drives me insane. So I feel like a lot of stuff when you are staff you get burnt out easy because the patients are only depending on you to do stuff and you know after three four five six shifts in a row you're tired you don't want to do that and then you feel bad because you're like well this person is asking for me directly but i'm so tired you know i've already felt bad this person six meals today or six you know, six transfers or six on and off the toilets and stuff like that. So it's kind of, it gets burned out very easy, you Mm -hmm. know, but you're trying in your hardest to do what's best for the patients. But you also doing that, you don't take care of yourself very much because now everything's about the patient and it's not about you. So I feel like burnout is very easy at work because, Mm -hmm. you know, these patients are basically depending on you 24-7. Right. And and from what it is you're saying, too, is then they they can they ask for they find a distinction between someone who's staff and someone who's agency or travel. And then there's a difference in how they feel they'll be treated. So they'll they'll wait sometimes, say, for a staffer or they'll specifically request only a staffer. Is that what you're saying? And then that overall leads to you just being the overall go to professional, you know, for them as compared to somebody else, like you said, too, that may have the equivalent training certification and whatnot, but then it just comes down to the patient experience, which then leads to your burnout. Is that what yes. you were saying? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Yeah, that is quite something. And I guess for me, um, what is your employer doing about that kind of a situation? Have you mentioned it to them or has it been mentioned in the past? And like, do you feel like they're doing anything about it or what's happening? I mean, the facility I'm working at now as staff, because I work agency and as staff at facility. So the place I'm working at, I feel like they are getting better. They are hiring more staff, but I mean, it's also, you know, they rather have somebody who's been there for years than somebody who's brand new learning, having to learn the routine. But like, you know, I tell them all the time, you know, if you were to go home and live on your own and you need help, you're going to have to train people. Up here, you're going to have to tell people what cares you want and how you like it done. Because me, I can tell you, you know, a million different things and, you know, show it to you. 
But if that's not how you want your cares to be done, like that's on you because you're not speaking up, you know, mm-hmm. like the facility I work at, it's kind of small. It's not a very patient heavy, like limit. So like, um, you know, the cares that I work at, the facility I work at, the cares are more like dependent. Like a lot of them like need a hundred percent cares instead of like a nursing home we kind of just get them up and then kind of leave them and feed them and then put them to bed. Um, So like this place, you know, they don't want to train, but like I let them know, like, this is a new staff. Like this is a person that's going to take care of you. You have to explain how you want stuff done because there's one of me and 12, 14 of you guys, you know, I have to get through everybody. You just got to get through one person. And so, like, that's what kind of leads to burnt out. So, like, once I start getting burned out, that's when I pick up with agency because it's a nice break from dealing with patients being needy 100% to where, you know, you can go learn about some new patients. And then, you know, if you go back, great. If you don't, you don't. But everything just leads to burned out, you know. Mm-hmm. And then with the pandemic and stuff like that, it was just... No CNAs, no nurses, everything was just kind of going downhill. And then I feel like the patients just kind of found their staff and who were they comfortable with and just kind of stuck with them. And now that the pandemic is kind of slowing down and things are opening back up and like new hires are coming in and agency is coming in and getting less and less you know, they're still kind of stuck in that, oh, this is the only person that knows how to take care of me and this is the only person I want. Right. And then they'll legitimately just stop and like legit- not only tell that to like agency's face, but legitimately just refuse care from agency overall yeah. until you're available because you are, you're you're the brain that knows their routines, right? And you like you're saying too, the way being seen it, you know, you're 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 floated around to multiple areas and you do, you're the brain. You literally are the brain of these people and what it is is actually going on with them that day. The nurses only have what it is they get in report. Not that that isn't a thorough report not to put that down, but that is the vital lifeline. I think of the teamwork aspect between nurse and CNA and just overall the healthcare field. Cause if those two falter, there's, there's an impact in care. And it's amazing to hear that the patients that you care for, that they are, they're specifically just waiting for you, Christina, you know, and that, even though they may have had a past, I mean, do some of these patients have a past with working with agency people. So they're just, they, they've come up with their own, I guess, tactic for when, when it, when it comes up to present it, like, like a method, I guess, or a, um, what's the term I'm looking for here? Just how they deal with it, I guess, is the best way when it comes up so that they get Christina or they get whoever's a staffer. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. I get that. Yeah. And, you know, like, I feel like there's only been a few nurses in my career life that I've met that, like, I bumped heads with, you know, like, I'm pretty chill and stuff like that. But, like, um, the only time I have an issue is, like, when you're, I guess, kind of, like, lazy about stuff with patients. And that's what drives me insane because... Like, yes, I know that you're a nurse and, you know, you still have 12 patients or whatever, but like, you know, I still have 12 patients. And then when you're doing stuff that's not helping me set up for 
for good or like you kind of setting me up for failure with stuff like that's what you know like irritates me like there's a reason why things are the way they are you know and um I know in the past I feel like this facility was kind of like loosey-goosey on stuff and kind of just like let things slide and now I feel like it's better with the new administrator and like things are turning around mm-hmm. but you know um everybody's a co-worker like you're there to work together to help these patients you know like I'm not saying stuff to be mean to you you know I'm saying stuff that's true and that needs to be done and stuff you know so and safety is always a concern for patients and that's my concern like mm-hmm. if you're let's say a night nurse and the patient is on a camera for safety reasons and you know every time I come over the cameras turn down or the cameras off like I'm going to say something about that because you know that's a patient safety like that's my concern is the patient yes I'm burnt out and this makes me even more burnt out because now I have to have this discussion with you because you're not doing whatever because you know so and so and so and so Wait, so like, would you say that, and you're not throwing anybody here, but like somebody altered the camera down so they honestly didn't have to do certain work? Yeah. So, you know, because the patient is sleeping. Right. Would this be nurse or CNA? Sorry. Sorry. Hold on. Hold on. Christina, I want to hear you. I want to hear you out. Christina, 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 I want to hear you out. Was this a nurse that was doing this or was it a CNA? Um, so the whole thing was that I've this is when I started day shift. So when I went in one morning, the patient that was supposed to have a camera, their camera was turned off and the door was shut. Got it. So when I went in and I, you know, spoke to the nurse about this, me and this nurse, we bumped heads more than once. And so when I, you know, told her about this, you know, well, well, I don't know, and all kinds of stuff. And then she was all, you know, I I take care of my patients. And I'm like, I'm not saying you don't, but I'm saying when I come in at 6.30 in the morning and this is the first thing I notice, mm-hmm. this patient has a fall risk. That's why they're on the camera. You know, this patient has a brain injury. That's why they're there for safety. Like, you know, little stuff like this can't be, right. like, yeah. messed with, you know, because uh-huh. what if they fell out of bed and hit their head or like, you know, the right. camera was turned off and the door was shut. Mm. Like what happened if something would have, would have happened to him during the night or to her during the night? You're right. You and know? you, you used your, your own assessment. It may not be a nursing assessment or verified by, um, uh, document. I don't know how I really want to say this, but like you, you still have your assessment skills. You're, you're the eyes for the nurse. That's what I'm trying to say too, is you still, we're in that was your automatic mechanic though you noticed all of these yeah. things because that's what you do you know is you look for these kinds of things for 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 the patient experience the patient safety to drive it home and for your overall wellness going home and having peace of mind in my opinion you know yeah wow Whew. all right so, well with that yeah. oh yeah okay was there anything more yeah uh no i think that's about it Okay. You know, patient safety is always a number one concern. Um, being burnt out because of patient safety, you know, there's a million different things that's going through my head every shift and like, you know, still trying to figure out where this patient went or, you know, is this person, this patient okay outside by themselves? You know, um, all kinds of stuff. Like there's always just a million things going through your head and then having to get burnt out because there's a million things going through your head 
on top of having to work four or five, six, you know, shifts in a row. So, right. Wow. Okay. So then after today, uh, do you want to continue in your current occupation? Um, I would say yes and no, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I like the facility I work at and once I kind of get tired, that's when I pick up my agency. So I kind of get a little break. Um, but with COVID and the pandemic and everything that happened, like I wasn't ready to be vaccinated. So I did leave the healthcare field for about a year, you know, and that was a nice break. So like, I feel like I will stick with being a CNA, but you know, in the future, you know, there's always going to be breaks that are needed. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a yes and a no. Right. I get it. And like, say, for example, like a program like the uh, wellness program that would potentially be passed as legislation uh, in Colorado, would that be something that maybe would maybe alter your opinion a little bit? Like give you a little bit more hope of knowing that your employer is looking out for your wellness, that they not beyond whatever is pre-existing. This is not to be discriminated with what's pre-existing too, but would something like that, I guess. I would think so. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And it's just, it's, it's what it looks like now. I mean, I'd love to have feedback too. And again, you can all contact that at the empower email. It's the word empower, the letter a one at proton.me. Then with this too, what would be maybe some empowering piece of advice you would give for somebody looking to become a CNA or even to come into healthcare uh, in general, from what it is you've heard, even, or even nursing, knowing it is what you've said through your story, you know, anything. Um, I would say, you know, it's, it looks like an easy job, but it really isn't, you know. Um, you know, everybody kind of compares it to, like, you know, kind of having a baby. But I'm like... You said having a baby? Did you say having a baby? You're taking care of 10, 12, 14, 16 babies at one time. Like, uh-huh. it's, it's exhausting, you know. Mm. Um, you have to have a good heart, you know, you can kind of tell who's in it for the money and who's like in it to like actually help people. Um, I mean, and then you see a lot of different stuff, you know, it depends on kind of where you work at and where you're going, but like everything's different, you know, but you kind of have a routine of stuff and people are always going to need help. So it's always a job that's available. And right. that kind of sucks, but anyway. <laughs> I get it. I get it. No, I totally get it. All right. Well, also to close here, just to let everybody know. Um, one second. Uh, we, we also do have the uh, hiking spree going on. And with that, I'd let to let you guys all know for Mondays, wear black or purple or animal print. Tuesdays, wear blue. Wednesdays, white or gray. All... Thursdays red, Fridays white or gray, Saturdays are open colors, and any of the days, because I know there's a lot of animal print fiends within healthcare, that's any day. Wear your animal print to be able to identify so you can strike up those conversations while you're out providing wellness. Also, in addition to the rest of June, every Sunday evening from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Mountain Time, there will be a spaces on Twitter called the Empower Community Discussion. If you haven't heard of them, spaces, there are discussions that can that can take place um, just by having the overall app and having an account with Twitter. I've been in one with over thirty thousand people's and a thirty thousand people and a presidential candidate. So just throwing that out there, Christina, thank you so much for being a guest on here. Um, 
we appreciate you coming on and we'd love to have you back. Your voice is so powerful. You're the voice of thousands. And Christina, everybody picked out a quote for you all because uh, this is the Empower podcast. And that quote is, success is to be in peace and harmony with yourself, enjoying the moment. This is by Guadalupe Pita Betancourt. This is the Empower podcast. Christina, is there anything else you'd like to add? Sorry. What was that? Sorry. Say it one more time. You're muted. I think I'm about done. All right. Well, thanks again. All right, everybody. Well, until next time. Bye for now.